Good evening. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio. I'm your host, Adam Wright, along with co-host Justin Tucker. And we are proud to announce that football is, regular season football is starting this week. So you guys will be viewing this episode on Wednesday, meaning by the time you view this episode, football will be 24 hours away. Yes, sir. Regular season football. We will be getting Dallas Cowboys versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on opening day for the regular season starting on Thursday. So this is this is going to be a very fun episode. We're going to ask some very uh, very laid back, fun questions for you guys. Um, not nothing too much, especially since not too much has happened this week. There hasn't been much preseason action. It's just a lot of stuff. Um, we're we're really just starting off the regular season uh, this week. So uh, to start off, Justin. Um, so going through a regular season of football, what is what would your what is your ideal Sunday afternoon look like? For like what? Take me through your day for on uh, on Sundays during the football season. Well, Saturdays I wake up, do my stretches after you know a big Dean Bulldogs win. Let's go Bulldogs! Uh, then eat breakfast, start preparing for the game. Get the get the Ravens jersey on, dust it off because it's finally game day. Head over to your head over to your dorm. 1230 and then we watch the game together it may not be the Ravens game but I know there's a game on both of you to assume I'm inviting you to my dorm ha 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 so I would have invite me over a Ravens fan to my dorm yeah I'll just tell her I'll just tell her not to to let you in my presence well that's okay I can't remember um, the last time you had a unanimous MVP on your team. Oh, well, he's former MVP. <laughs> it's that sounds like a pretty. Yeah. And you're also on the football team. So you have you have a lot of stuff going on with that, certainly. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll have some games on. Sundays, correct? No, they're mostly Saturdays and maybe one Friday. We don't have a Sunday game. Sundays are usually for conditioning. Oh, there you go. So you'll have, you'll probably have some time to watch your Ravens. Hopefully I get to see them prime time when we face off against the Chiefs. Oh, wait, but week one we face the Raiders on Monday night, so I'm good. I'm, I'm straight. There you go. So for my ideal Sunday is I typically get up. So I try to I try to add some structure to the morning, despite the fact that there's football in the afternoon that I'm probably gonna watch all afternoon. Yep. But I try to I wake up, I go to work every morning. I work at the YMCA as a lifeguard at my local YMCA, and we usually go to about 12 or one. So it goes right up to when game time starts for the first set of one o'clock games and I'll go, I'll head home 
for in this case my my dorm now that we're back on campus by the way and we'll and i turn on the patriots i watch the game i'll have my dog right beside me sometimes Uh, i think this this semester we might have a lot of our i'll just hang out with a lot of my friends we'll get some wings going some get some drinks assuming we are all of age which we are by the way i'm 21 and yeah then i just watch all day long and watch, the patriots lose. watch my favorite watch my favorite team win watch the patriots win which will I mean, happen you mean lose to the dolphins you said they're beating they're gonna beat the dolphins <laughs> you would hope they will anyways and then it, then a, along comes the eight o'clock games, where there's that jingle for the Sunday for Sunday night football that literally just tells you, oh boy, we have school tomorrow. Yes, we do. Which is such I'm a bittersweet feeling, isn't it? Isn't no, that such a bittersweet feeling? You don't think so? Because you're watching football. You're watching football. You're enjoying a nice night of watching football, but just at the back of your head, you're just thinking, "Ugh, school tomorrow. We got to get up." Yeah. You know, it's it's like it's not, it's not the good and fun. bad. So you don't like it at all. I, I, yeah, I'd rather <laughs> sleep on Mondays, which I can't do, which is unfortunate. Well, yeah, yeah, but you still get to watch football. Wouldn't yeah. it be, wouldn't it be worse to not have football and then thinking about how you have school tomorrow? Either, listen, it's not a happy thought. I'm happy football's back, but I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, I'm so happy that I have to go to school tomorrow. I'm not, can't do it. Yeah. Well, anyways, at halftime of some of the one o'clock games or the four o'clock games, I will. Usually, I'll end up taking my dog for a walk. I have a lab retriever mix, and what I'll do is I'll take him for a walk in the woods for a little bit. Sometimes I'll – it's a nice way to get off my mind the fact that I'm getting killed in fantasy football. It's a nice feeling. I'll tell you that much. When you're losing by a ton and you just want to put the phone down and then just do something else and then just just sit back and say, wait, all right, you can't really control any of this. And, God, fantasy football can be very – for all you fantasy football people out there, you, you guys understand the feeling. When you're losing, but there's nothing you can really do about it. But, anyways, um, up next, we are going to move on, and we're going to pre- predict what our favorite teams will do this season – Justin being the Ravens fan, I be, me being a Patriots fan, we're going to talk about our teams and how they were going to do. Coming up next, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. I am Adam Wright along with Justin Tucker. We're talking some football right before the season starts. And we're going to go on to our, our favorite teams, which is for – Justin, the Ravens, and mm. for me, the Patriots. Re- Justin, tell me a little bit about how you believe your team is going to do this season. Well, 
I believe that we'll do extremely well. Of course, we'll have our losses, of course. I believe one of them is going to be Kansas City, which I hope we win. But again, I could see us losing that game. That's going to be a tough one. Green Bay is going to be a tough one. Pittsburgh always plays us tough. And so I could see us being going 13 and four, being reasonable. And I believe we will be either the number one or the number two seed in the AFC. I don't care who the number one or the number two is, but one of them will be Baltimore. We will make it past the wild card round we won't, because we'll have a bye. We'll make it past the divisional round. We'll make it to the AFC championship game. We will win that against whoever, whether it's the Bills or the Chiefs, and we will make it to the Super Bowl. And what will they do from there? I don't know. Based upon injuries, I'm not happy about our death at linebacker, and I'm not oh, I'm not extremely happy about what we have at running back. I'm fine with Gus Edwards. I believe he'll have 1,000 yards this season. It's just our RB2 and RB3 is something to be desired for because we just lost Justice Hill and J.K. Dobbins. So, yeah, I need our RB3 to be eight and, like, a solid one for me to be like, all right, that's fine. I think we'll do – Good on the ground, not as great as we have been the last two seasons. I see us doing like 2,000 yards this season on the ground, but not 3,000. And so overall, I believe we'll make it to the Super Bowl. It's just, if, do we have enough depth and enough talent to, you know, health-wise to keep us there? But I believe we'll make it to the Super Bowl. And if Lamar makes it to the Super Bowl, I want him to win one. So, Not even just for a, being me being a Ravens fan, just for Lamar. Just a little observation here. Judging by how you're not talking about how the Ravens are going to do in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like you have a lot of confidence that they'll win it. It's a Super Bowl. I don't pick the winner until I know who's in the Super Bowl. I would want my team to win the Super Bowl. It's just with the injuries that are happening right now and then – our history with injuries in the regular season, I believe health might be a concern. If it wasn't for that, yeah, I'd pick my Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. It's, I mean, from what it sounds like, it sounds like you just, you're hoping for a lucky, for a, a lucky break for the Ravens, for them to actually be able to win the Super Bowl if they get there. I think everybody needs a lucky break to win the Super Bowl. I know, but more so for the Ravens. No, I feel the same way about everybody else. Everybody needs a lucky break to win a Super Bowl. I know, I know. Some teams need more luck than others. Others, I get it. Some yeah. teams just need, they need a lot of help. Anyways, my Funny. New England like Patriots. Your teams. Hey, we, we got lucky for Mac Jones to fall to us. Oh, now it's lucky that Mac Jones fell to y'all. Like y'all weren't taking taking the run of the litter. I don't. Well, I think Kyle Trask is the the run run to the litter when it comes to of all the, the top running back quarterback prospects. But he wasn't he wasn't graded as a first round QB. It was no Mac Jones was the last quarterback taken. We weren't first, even thinking about Kyle Trask during the draft. Well, throughout the season, he was looking. He was looked at as a first-round pick, and it wasn't, wasn't until later on that the other five. It wasn't until later on that season when he started to fall off, and people be, 
he began to fall from the rest of the rest of the pack. But yeah. this has been a quarterback draft, considering there were five quarterbacks taken in the first fifteen picks. In the first fifteen picks, so yeah. this is a pretty good quarterback draft. There was Trevor Lawrence at one, Wilson at two, Lance at three, uh, Fields at eleven, and then Jones at fifteen. Now, did I did I prefer Fields at with the for the Patriots, absolutely, and they mm-hmm. should have they should have traded up. They didn't. They sh- wouldn't have had to trade up, trade too many assets to get him, and it would have been worth it. But they didn't, and mm-hmm. this is who we have. And he's impressed so far. I like Mac Jones. I wanted Cam Newton to start for the for most of the season, or for for at least the beginning part of the season before he takes over. And I. I thought Cam Newton, with the revamped roster that we had, that we have now, with the defense being completely retooled, the offense has new weapons, the offensive line is much improved, this is a good roster where Cam Newton can at least hold down the fort for the, lead, for the first four or five games. They go 3-2, and 2-3. Two, two and three. Mac Jones takes over, and he leads them to the playoffs. Stop now it. Mac you Jones believe, is you believe in Cam Newton to take this team to the playoffs. You believed in Cam. Then why was he cut? Because Mac Jones just played better than him. That's all. No. No. And if Cam Newton's not going to be your starter, where else is is he going to be? I mean, I want him in Denver now that he's available. Give me your predictions. Sure. You and I both know they're not they're not making it far in the playoffs, even if they make it to the playoffs. The Patriots? So, yes. I think the Patriots will be a 10-11 win team. Correct. And they're going to – and they'll make the playoffs. They probably won't make it far. I, if they make the divisional round, I think I'll be, I'll be happy at that point. And <laughs> I think – that I think Mac Jones will show some flashes. And I think there's going to be some turbulence because it's only his first year, but he's shown he's shown promise throughout uh, throughout the preseason and through training camp. He beat out Cam. And according to reports, uh, Nink, Rob Ninkovich was saying that Mac Jones was actually teaching Cam Newton the play the playbook at times. So this I'm pr- I'm actually pretty excited about Mac Jones. I didn't I knew they addressed a need. I didn't love Mac Jones coming out of the draft, but I I think he has some promise. His play style, if he has the brains, if he can read a defense, he, he can succeed in this league. He's not going to be Tom Brady, but um, he, can, he can be a very good quarterback in this league. And the Patriots, I think, will be a, a borderline playoff team this year. In your dreams, but one can only hope. You don't think they're going to be a playoff team? They could be an 8-9 win team. They would have to beat the Dolphins twice, which I don't think they can do. They're not beating the Bills. They could beat them at least once, I bet. They could, they could upset them. I'm not saying that it's, that it's going to happen, but it's possible. With, okay. the, with the roster the way it was, they actually came close in one of the games. They were within three points, and they, ver- they very nearly won if Cam okay. Newton hadn't fumbled the ball. I However, I, I think that. I think this team is I think this team is kind of scary. I do. 
Okay. Just watch. My New England Patriots with Mac Jones will be a good team. All right. Anyways, we're going to move on. Next, we are going to give some predictions about what we believe the conference championship matchups will be for this season. These, this will be our final predictions for this, up, this upcoming season. These will be our preseason predictions. And coming in a little bit, we will get you will get our Super Bowl predictions for this season. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. Welcome back. We are giving our conference championship predictions for this upcoming season, for the postseason. Now, this it's not coming until January, but it's never too early to make our preseason predictions. And, Justin, do you want to lead off with who you have to make the conference championship for the, uh, for the NFC and AFC? Well... For the NFC, I think it might be a rematch between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers. I don't really think there's anybody challenging them in the NFC for those top two spots right now. And it seems like they have a firm grip on the one and two seeds. And if you have to go to go to Green Bay, and if you have to go to Tampa Bay, it's going to be a tough road ahead of you. So that's why I think if they get the first two seeds, it's going to be them in the conference championship. And for the AFC, it's Baltimore versus whoever. I don't care who it is. It could be Kansas City. It could be Buffalo. They going down. Okay. So what I have is in the NFC, it's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers again. Against... And this is a bit of a dark horse, bold, bold prediction against the L.A. Rams. I have the L.A. Rams. They have, they are, they have talent across the board, and they upgraded at quarterback this offseason. I think the L.A. Rams are going to be this year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Whereas they get a new quarterback, things. They're a talented team. Things are rock, are rocky down the stretch at, at times during the regular season. Then they figure things out and they make a postseason run. Mm-hmm. Now, on the AFC side, I actually don't have Kansas City making the AFC championship game. And it's going to be Cleveland Browns versus the Buffalo Bills. I... I think the Cleveland Browns are that one team that I have undersold this offseason a lot, but that defense is much improved. They are focused on defense and running the ball. They have a quarterback who, if he can't make, if he doesn't make mistakes, he will, um, he will help them win games as long as he just doesn't turn the ball over. And that's something that we need. You also have Odell Beckham Jr. and and Jarvis Landry to throw to. So this is a team that can limit their mistakes and play defense. Though that's a scary team in the playoffs. A team that a team like Kansas City or the or Baltimore would overlook. They'd go into the game and the Browns upset them. So they I see 
I see the Browns becoming a, a Cinderella story for this season, and they become they represent in the conference championship. This man just said Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, over Kansas City and the Baltimore Ravens. No, no, no. He didn't just say that. Yeah. Uh, no. J j I'm telling you, no. Let's just get that Kansas out of the way. No. Kansas City will lose to Buffalo. And then... Baltimore will lose to Cleveland. I'm I telling you. I I hear what you're telling me. I just don't believe it. I, I I'm having a hard time with this one. You you are ridiculous if you think that. Really? Yeah. I'm telling you, it's 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 more on the bold side, but I just don't I just don't see Kansas City doing it again. You said Cleveland, though. Forget Kansas City. That's one thing. You said Cleveland. Yeah. First off, you said they run the ball and play defense. The Ravens do it better. We've proven that twice last year. And you still go with Cleveland. Yes, but the, the Ravens rely on that. They rely on running the ball. I just said that they have Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. that they can throw to and a quarterback who can – who, who is capable of throwing the ball and doesn't rely on that. It's not just a one-dimensional defense. They, they play defense and run the ball, but they also are able to – they're also able to throw when they need to throw and make the throws when they need to, meaning that this is going – that's going to be an, a sneaky good pass offense that people are – teams are going to overlook. And, God, and if they are able to shut down that run, that run offense – then they can just go to the passing game, and they won't have too much of an issue with that. Man, just move on to the next segment, man. I'm not going to keep arguing with this. Ravens versus anybody, including those sorry-ass Browns. I swear to you, if Cam texts me about the damn Browns, Joe, I'm going to be mad. This is your fault. This is your fault. I blame you for this. Cam, if you're listening, I hope you're proud. I can't believe you. You know, I'm going to – I mean – and if they end up being th – these are those are two bold predictions, having the Rams and the Cleveland Browns in it, but I bet it – if, if the Ravens didn't have Lamar Jackson, it could still happen, but unfortunately. All right. Well, we're going to move on to the next segment. We're going to pick the Super Bowl matchup and the Super Bowl winner. And then after that, we are going to give you – our first seg our first fumble Ruski fan box seg segment we will ask we will want to hear from you in that segment and we'll share all of your responses and give you shout outs that's all next don't go anywhere this is the fumble Ruski podcast all right here we go we have our super bowl predictions this is what we have all been waiting for the our final preseason predictions for this upcoming season for the Super Bowl. Justin, give me your pick. Super Bowl predictions? I got Ravens and Packers. So Packers beat the Buccaneers. Yeah, I think this is Rodgers' final year in Green Bay. I think it's time for them to take that final step forward to make it to the Super Bowl before he leaves. 
and I believe they can and should have gotten it done against the Buccaneers. They just didn't. And I believe this year, if they meet up in the NFC Championship game, they can get the job done. All right. Now I have – so what I have is – so the Cleveland Browns Cinderella story will end right at the conference championship abruptly, and the Bills will advance to the advance to the Super Bowl. And on the other side, the New England, the sorry, the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Bucks will be the uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Tom Brady with his in his second year in that in that Buccaneers offense, that'll be an impenetrable offense, and the defense is going to be just as good as it was last year, especially considering they didn't lose anybody. And they got a they got a linebacker in the first round this year. So this team, the second year is going to be even better. I like I said in the last segment, the Rams are this year's version of the Buccaneers. However, it's going to be their first year in it, and they're going to face some turbulence. And this year's Buccaneers is going to be better than last year's Buccaneers. So okay. it's going to be Buccaneers Bills. Buccaneers take it. And Tom Brady continues to win games and have the have the Buffalo Bills number even even after he left the AL East. Sorry, the AFC East. No, I'm sorry, I just I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I don't think I don't think he getting ring number eight on this time this time. I think he wins back to back. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, but can't can't let that happen. He he had that whole season with a torn MCL. Now it's repaired. He do. And according to reports, he's looked he's wor- looked perfectly fine. So it's not like that MCL has been a problem, and his age has okay. still has not has not yet shown. Barring any injury, I mean, if he tears his ACL, then that's that. I mean, I don't have any tr- like I said before, I don't have trust in Kyle Trask. I think he's the worst quarterback out of the bunch coming out of this year. But Tom Brady's the key to that whole team. If that domino falls, the whole team goes down. And they become the, t- the same old suckaneers again. Just saying. Right. They just want to win it over Baltimore. That's for damn sure. Brady, sorry. I respect, I respect you. Don't love you. I hate you. Respect you. But pack it up. You ain't winning over on us. Okay. All right. Well, do you have any other thoughts before we move on to uh, what the fans have had to say? Nah, these are pretty good predictions. Nothing wrong with them. All right. Oh, so they're pretty good predictions. So you're you're com- you're completely you. fine with you're perfectly fine with the Cleveland Browns making the conference championship. No, I said they're fine. I said they're good. They're not great. Well, good teams can make it. Cleveland over over the rating. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's right. All right, we're gonna move on to our fan box, and we're gonna get some of your we're gonna get some of you you guys's takes. We asked you, what is your um, what is your best hot take for this season? 
We'll get right to that next on the Fumble Rooski podcast. All right, here we go. This is our very first Fumble Rooski fan box section. So in, in for this segment, the, for those of you who are just tuning in, what how this works is on every Monday I post a question box asking what asking um, any question or you could you could say anything and we post it on we repost it on the story and we mention it right here on the segment so you will get a shout out on Instagram and we will discuss your we will discuss your take so make sure on every monday you go in there and you give us a response and we will give you a shout out all right now to start off we have patrick willever 22 and this man said bengal's offense will be top eight so justin what do you think about that whatever drugs you're on get off they won't be top eight especially with that old line joey burrow is a that O-line is a liability. They'll get them killed before they become top eight. So as long as that offense, if that offensive line can prove that it's improved from last year, then this is this is actually a very real possibility, especially with the receivers that they have, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Jamar Chase hasn't been looking good. I need more. He's been dropping passes, hasn't been catching them. I need more. He's having well, the yips right now, and he's a rookie. He can't he have has, that. He has time. He has time. And they still have Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins on a second year with Joe Burrow. And yeah. Jamar Chase with Joe, with Joe Burrow, they already have a rapport they set, they set in college. I'm not too worried about that. It's just some – it's just some uh, – just a little bit of turbulence early on in his career. I, I believe he'll figure it out. They all, right. Also, don't forget about Joe Mixon, who – has shown a little bit of has had a little bit of um, some turbulences himself early on in his career, but he's still a very solid w- running back for them. This is this is a possibility. I like it. Good job, Patrick Willever, 22. Everybody, go follow him on Instagram. That's his name. It's just one word, Patrick Willever, 22. All right, moving on. We have Nikki D, 1124. Actually, one of our personal friends. Uh, who I'm actually living with on campus, he gave a couple of responses. First one is Bucks ha- Bucks will have a Super Bowl hangover and be out in the second round. So Justin, I can see that happening, but the odds are against them in that. It depends on. It also depends on what your definition of second round is, Nikki D. One one two four. Is it round. like, are they going to get a for if it's the second round for them? Then could that be if they have the the one seed and they get a playoff by second round could be a, the NFC Championship. The second round is the divisional round. I think he means that. You, you think he means the divisional round? Yep. So it's possible. It's possible. I wouldn't put it past them. I think it depends on how the how the team runs. I just don't see it because I think this is year two in the system and Tom Brady just keeps that team. He keeps that team in line, and everybody is bought in. They're even more engaged than they were last year. They are not no longer the suck in, the Tampa Bay Suckineers that we have grown to to know and maybe love. Now, anyways, his second one is his second take is Trevor Lawrence will get hurt. 
So for this one, it's it's impossible to predict injuries. Yeah. It's impossible. It, but if you put it, if you take into account the team that he's on, which is the Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah, that offensive line isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not great. So it's it's certain you could see something like what happened with Joey Burrow, where he tears his he's his ACL and MCL. But it's it's impossible to, I mean we wouldn't we don't want to root for anything like this. This is more of a prediction, but it's certainly possible. What do you think? Any injury can happen. It's just you need to be more specific about it. Because if he gets injured, is it like a bump or bruise or like a legitimate injury that makes him out? So injury is too broad of a term. He he must have meant like a significant like that takes him out of it because I mean everybody gets hurt during the season in some yeah, so capacity. Everybody I assume he's talking about like a Joey Burrow type injury, and if so, I hope not. I'm not going to. Tom Brady got hurt in 2020, but he never missed a practice. <sighs> okay, we All didn't right. have to make and this any, about Tom Brady. Anyway, anyways, Nikki D. One one two four. Everybody go follow here to him. Help you make the most. Why does that keep happening? Did you have you silenced your computer? Yes. It's not a. Oh. It's not a notification. I don't know why it keeps happening. I don't know. But anyway. But anyways, Nikki D one one two four. Everybody go follow him. He gave us two hot takes. Shout out to him. He's a G. And I'll probably see him in a few minutes because he lives in my dorm. I think he's like. 20 feet away from me outside of outside of my room right now actually but uh anyways grayson mortimer somebody who i actually know from high school he went to nitmuck high school with me his uh another it's another another high school that's really close to me um in my area he said the browns will upset upset kansas city in the playoffs so he must be referring to the uh, last year's playoffs when the brown when the browns came this close to beating them yeah. in the divisional round now like i said i think the browns are going to make it to the conference championship and i but i don't think it's going to be the browns who beat kansas city i think it's going to be the bills that's the team that has a chance to do it and i just don't think i i just think you, when you lose the Super Bowl, something bad happens to you. It almost always happens. And I don't think Kansas City is going to be an exception here. But Browns upsetting Kansas City, what do you think? It could happen. I don't expect it to, but it could happen. I mean, it's the playoffs. Anything could happen. They have the run game and the defense and the ability to make it happen. But will they against that Kansas City team? We'll see. It's possible. it's possible. It's certainly possible. Um, is it have to be something that ha- that happens kind of like what happened during last season, where where uh, Patrick Mahomes got hurt? Like it would take something to happen, which is kind of what I'm kind of what I'm banking on, what I'm predicting here, that mm-hmm. something bad will something happens to Kansas City. Or it's maybe a maybe a mental thing or something, but 
It's possible. Anyways, gr- everybody follow Grayson Mortimer. Grayson, M-O-R-T-I-M-E-R. Everybody go follow him on Instagram. He was nice enough to give us a response. Anyways, some weirdo named Sarah Finnamore mm-hmm. said Mac Jones is going to suck. It's a pretty s- stupid take. In your opinion, it could happen. It could happen. We don't know what he is right now. You would, you yeah. would hope he's not a bust, but at the same time, only time will tell. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just busting her chops. That's my girlfriend. But um, Mac Jones is gonna suck. Um, Mac Jones. I mean, it's hard to believe. It's hard to say that he's actually going to suck. Like, actually, like, be terrible, because. He's he's from what he has shown already during the preseason. I know you don't want to overreact to preseason, but preseason. He is doing this without even the regulars. He's not even getting the first. He's doing this with the backups. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton's the one who's had the luxury of being able to work with all the with the Kendrick Bournes and the Nelson Aguilars of the world. I mean, Mac Jones has gotten a few a few reps with him, but Cam Newton's gotten most of the reps with the first team. And think about it: the the offensive line and every the running backs, everything. So I I think I mean, we'll have to time will tell with this one, but we'll have to see. But anyways, mm-hmm. anyone everybody go follow Sarah Finnamore. It's Sarah Finnamore two E's at the end. And up next we have so this is TT underscore three three six underscore two three. We have Trey Lance wins offensive rookie of the year. So I responded to this one as well in the when I shared the response. But basically, if he can start, if this guy can start early on in the year, find a way to get in the starting lineup and kind of be ahead of schedule when it comes to his development, then he ha- this, this could actually real, really happen. This, he, yeah. has the, he has the roster around him. There, there's Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel at wide receiver. There's George, George, Kittle. George Kittle. And it seems like every running back that's plugged in there does well. The offensive mm-hmm. line is good enough. They have one. They have one of the best uh, left tackles in the game. The defense is good. I like it. I le- I think this. I think this is a possibility. Yeah. It's a it, strong possibility. It just and he's he's a bit of a he, this guy's a bit of a project, I believe. Yes. So it 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 could take a couple of years before he reaches his full potential. But if he goes ahead of schedule, then look out for Trey Lance this year. Yeah, I might look at him in fantasy and see if he'll actually start this year. Yeah, it's possible. Anyways, that is everything. Justin, do you have any other takes before we before we end the show here? No, nah, not really. I'm all good here. All right. Well, for those of you who for those of you who would who want anything for, for us to talk about anything on the show, make sure you respond to our uh, to our Monday um, story post where we put out our 
our question of the day or um, you can literally put anything in there and just we'll mention you in the show. Um, anyways, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify, Spreaker, and Google Podcasts. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at Fumbarooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Over and out.